talk to us for a moment, if you will, about the challenges of all people in the church. The Jude 4 says, Well, there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old or dangerous condemnation, only godly men, turned the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes we're looking for something to come in. But think about Jesus when he said that he would be returned, be returned be betrayed of what they do. They said, is it I, Lord? Is it I, Lord? Well, think about false teachers coming into church. I've heard many, many times people say, well, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one. So our lives are on display, if you will, for sermons. And just as the song we just said, that I think that was so precious about breaking the bread of life and God's word is the bread of life. I pant for that word. Teach me that word. And we all have to go from where we are to where we understand to where we need to be. And it doesn't really come overnight. It's a process. But when we are teaching others with our actions, do we teach? It's okay to miss the assembly. Is it I, Lord? Have I betrayed you? Do we teach that when prayer is going on and we're doing something else, is it I, Lord? When we teach, when the lesson is going on, I'm not interested in that, is it I, Lord? When we teach about the Lord's Supper, and we find reason for forsake that. Is it our Lord? So we're not trying to teach that the church needs more money. We'll turn it up so much. But it's a commandment to give. And so as we teach, is it our Lord? Have I betrayed you? So instead of perhaps looking for some sneaky person to come in, Perhaps, maybe, we need to remember, is it our But to go ahead with what the lesson will be, false teachers in the church. We read this, but why are we to be careful of those false teachers coming in? Look at 1 Timothy 1, 18-20. This charge I commit to thee, son Timothy. You know, Timothy would be a young preacher. He would go to preach. But it's a charge he's given him according to the prophecies which went before on thee that thou <clears throat> by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith, good conscience, which some have put away concerning the faith shipwreck, of whom Hymenaeus and Alexander whom I've delivered under Satan that they may learn not to blaspheme. You know, again, is it our Lord? Remember Paul by inspiration speaking to Timothy the preacher. He can see the past and we must see the present. 
Second Peter 2 1. But there were false prophets among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even dying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. What concerns us to us if we teach by example or false teachers come in? Why should we be concerned? Think about family. Think about souls that we may never meet. They see us. We used to sing a song we still do. You met they you met me day by day and knew I was astray. You might have never spoken to them. Being led away, consider too how we live. Many times it was stated to the person about preaching a sermon by the way they we live. This is why that's important. If we deny Christ, he will deny us. If we omit what he has told us to do in worship, Matthew 10, 33, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Our lives speak volumes. And on that day of judgment, being denied outside. But look at this verse, 2 Peter 2, 2. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Who are we leading? We want to look at somebody coming in by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. You live one way and act another. Obeying false teachers and dying in that faith. Following those pernicious ways. Those souls will be lost. Here's what we need to give attention to. Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, took time to be concerned about our souls to write this down. So when we take time to talk to people, take time to encourage, let us have done it first. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. We won't get any more. <clears throat> we need to be careful that no man deceive us. Matthew 24, 4. And Christ answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. No man. Whether someone comes from the outside, from the inside, someone else's life, practice the Bible. That is the only truth and living word. Luke 21, verse 8. And he said, Take heed that you be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. At the time draweth near, go ye not therefore after them. You know, isn't it sad? that we see men posting themselves at God's authority and even today fooling people there's only one God but they will claim that they have the authority to speak for God claim to be deity and people follow them away well how about the simple things I mentioned from the beginning is it high Lord? 
How do we deny Christ daily if we don't follow the example that's set before us in the Bible? Galatians 1 9. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than you have received, let him be accursed. I want you to think about languages. Now, I know this is talking about tongues that they didn't know in the Bible. But I explained to you all about how I got, I think it was German the first time, printed on all my stuff. Well, I couldn't understand that. But, compare the man that's coming in and preaching you another gospel, foreign gospel. Compare that to when attention, attention is not paid to study. We don't study for ourselves. We don't know the difference. To learning. We haven't learned it. We don't know the difference. To practice of God's word. Now, this is the worst part. We know it, but we don't do it. Think about the man's house built on the sand. He knew it, but he didn't do it. And how about just choosing to do our own thing? Nobody will matter. It won't matter. God sees all. But when we do not do what God tells us to, and it's known about, we have to make repentance. But choice is made to disobey God's word. Thus, when you talk about let him be a current, anathema, cost. But also look at Galatians 6, verse 7 and 8. Be not deceived. You do what you want to, you think about it. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, he shall also reap. We can't go out there and sow seeds. And it won't for failure. It's going to grow. And if you can do it, I can do it. The false teacher comes in and persuades us all. Then what? For he that sows to his flesh shall reap, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Um, it may be sad to think about, but it's reality. Eternity will be for those that are lost in torment. Eternity will be for those that have completed sowing to the Spirit, life everlasting in heaven. Stand by God's Word, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not be weary in doing well. For a new season, we shall reap if we fail not, if we don't quit. Now, think about our life. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. People that serve God, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. You even talk to somebody. And if their speech their actions, you can tell. But neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. We're not trying to wave and get people's attention for us. We want to bring glory to God. 
It gives light unto all that are in the house. Well, we're doing God's word and we're don't let false teachers in. That is light unto all the house. Let your light show sign before men that they may see your good works. Why? And glorify your Father which is in heaven. You realize false teachers will eventually put out our light? We get preacher-itis and we follow that. We get friend-itis and we follow that. Our light gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Revelation 18, 23 and 24. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. No more. Eventually it goes so far it goes down. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. Our voices will be quieted. For thy merchandise were the great men of the earth, for by their for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of the saints and of all that were slain on the earth. Now, truth is clearly spoken. The Bible. Think about the Bible. Compare this to the actions we have. 1 Peter 4, 11. If any man speak, let him speak as oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as, it as of the ability which God gives. That God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom the praise of men be heard. Again, I made mention about foreign languages so I could kind of prepare you for where I'm going. But think about where it's talking about unknown tongues of all teaching. And we'll show men about uncertain things. <clears throat> he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, and I want to compare this to a foreign gospel, he's trying to promote himself or his what he wants. Edifies himself. And he that prophesies correctly speaks truth, the oracle of God, he edifies the church. Look at Nehemiah 13, verses 23 and 24. In those days also saw I Jews that had married wives of Ashdod and Amnon and Moab. And their children spake half in the speech of Ashdod and could not speak in the Jews' language but according to the language of the people. So if we have people that learn a false doctrine and that's all they know and that goes out into the world and it pollutes things, you take clear water and you drop a couple of drops of food coloring in it, what does it do? It pollutes the whole color of the clear water. So when false teachers come in or already within or the way we act, but you know, think about for children's sake. Those children knew what they were talking. And that would be their way of life. But God's word always has a true ring to it. I, I heard it was said, and I believe it might be Greg Dinner. I'm going to give him credit to it about a certain sound. You know, when you hear it, you can just. But 
think about the sound of a trumpet. I don't know if a trumpet can get out of tune, but I know like a piano or can, or you can hear that. But if a trumpet give an uncertain sound, but even if it's in tune and I play the wrong note, who shall prepare himself to battle? If you don't hear the charge and it's retreat, what do you do? You do the wrong thing. First Timothy 6 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and I professed a good profession before many witnesses. How do we do that? We confess Christ, and we're put into Christ with baptism. We get that certain sound about us, and we don't change. Look at Psalms 89, verses, that should be 15 and 16. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Walk in the light as he is in light. That's what we're told. Verse 16. In thy name shall I rejoice all day. None of And in thy righteous shall be exalted. Joyful sound. In Psalms 119, the word precept is used 21 times. The word precept, I think, appears 24 times when you look it up on the PowerPoint Bible. You can't get it right. But Psalms 19.45 says, And I walk at liberty. Think about the perfect law of liberty. For I seek thy precept. Learn it. Absorb it. And in 1 Thessalonians 1, 6 through 9. And ye became followers of us, well, what happens if we had become followers and we were torn by false teachers? But this is not the case. And he became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy, the Holy Ghost, so that ye were examples to all that believed in Macedonia and Achaia. False teachers get people to believe them and they follow them. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God were to spread about your faith, one faith, so that we need not speak anything. For they themselves showed us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Remember, Revelation says, and their words do follow this. Would we want people to remember us as serving God? Or would we be, if you were, standing in line, proclaiming to God, I follow them. I went the wrong way. Sure and sound preaching is the only way. That says everywhere doubt is, but it should have said anywhere doubt is. Anywhere. If I can get you to doubt, I can bring error in. False teachers introduce doubt. Think about this. Well, do you really want that? Until their voice takes over, it starts out as a quiet little voice. Gets a few more, gets a few more. 
and it gets louder and louder and louder. Think about a storm coming. You hear that thunder way far off. And the closer it gets, the more it takes over, the louder it gets. But when it's upon you, it might be too late. John 18, 18. And the servants and the officers stood by who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold, and warmed himself. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. Well, first place, Peter met with the wrong group. We know he comes out of it. But he's comforting himself in the warmth. Do we keep company with the wrong people? And it influences us that we can't return. Look at Psalm 71, 1 and 2. And thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. You know, if we could have a prayer for this and be in our prayer, let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. You know, when sin and temptation comes along, God will give us a way of escape. But if we don't take it, Sometimes he will allow us more than one chance. But it says, incline thy ear unto me and save me. God, hear my plea. Don't let me go into confusion. Deliver me from that confusion into righteousness. Cause me to escape. And how do I know he doesn't want us to be confused? First Corinthians 14, 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace in all the churches of the saints. There is no way to emphasize more how important it is the church has to stand on the inspired word of God. I will build my church single. But there's many autonomous Congregations. I'll give you two examples. Well, first, an example about Matthew 16, 18. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock, this foundation, I will build my church. One. And the gates of hell should not prevail against it. Now, Philippians 1 1. Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, all the saints in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus, which are Philippi, congregations with their bishops and deacons. All right, here's another one. Colossians 1, verse 2. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from our God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Two locations, same doctrine, in Christ. False teachers seek in, and then they want to get into leadership roles, once you get in leadership role, you can go along, get more followers, persuade others. But this is a premise I have seen through my life. A lie not challenged until it is corrected becomes proof to someone. When preachers become more important than the instruction of Jude 3 and have more control so that people choose what they say versus what God says. But God expects the church to have discipline without respect to who may be involved. 
Sometimes it's called part of home, but every one of us should treat each one the same regardless. Do you realize if we don't? There's a warning right here coming up. James 2, 9. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin. And are convinced of the lawless transgressors. God expects us as members and the leader of the church to look out for one another and not place any stumbling block in their way. Romans 14, 12 through 13. So then every one of us shall give an account of God to himself. Members, leaders, whoever it might be, teachers, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or take and defile in his brother's way. Remember how we started out? Those acts of worship. First John 4 Think about if we let false teachers in, or if we is it our Lord? If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, it's wrong. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not? So thinking about false teachers, by claiming to be a Christian, then leading a life in the world, how much more harm can you cause to a soul you met me day by day? You knew I was astray. And you never informed me. All I ever saw was you. How many brethren or how many brothers in life will follow that false way of life? But another way, that the brotherhood, if you will, does not stand against false teachers. It's when a, a preacher goes astray, a false teacher thinks, oh. And yet instead of handling it as it would, someone calls and asks a member or maybe your leaders about, well, is, is that a good person to hire? And instead of just telling the truth about it, but, oh yeah, and I've seen this happen firsthand in congregations. It wasn't long until it was found out, but think of all the people that came in, heard them speak, went by what they said, went on their way and told others. But think about, is it our Lord? But any that's not in Christ, must put on Christ to begin with by his instructions, by the plan of salvation. That plan of salvation is to hear the word, Romans 10, 17. So the faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Believe God's word. If we don't believe it, we won't be any farther than it. Hebrews 11, 6. Well, without faith, it's impossible to believe him. 
For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is rewarded of them that diligently seek him. Now if I'm going to seek him, all in. Matthew 6, 13. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek him. Repent of past sins. Whenever sin comes between us and God, you know who's going to be left out? Luke 13, 3. I tell you, nay, except you repent, except you repent, you shall likewise pray. Let's mention twice. Remember the verse earlier we talked about this process twice. And then confess that Jesus son of God. This is the easiest part we should ever do. John 20, 33. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Life. And be baptized. Be immersed in water. Raised in newness of life. First Peter 3, 21. And life Peter where to even baptism does now also save us, not to put away the filth of the place, but the answer of a good conscience for God by the resurrection of Jesus. But for the most part, this is where, well, this is where people that obey the gospel have to really be cautious. We have to be faithful to the end. And I, I realize that I use this verse a lot, but it is so encouraging. Second Timothy 4, 7. Can you not just imagine I have thought of this life? When you get to thinking about false teachers, or is it idols? I have finished my course. What have I left behind? I have kept the faith. I've carried your word all the way through without hesitation. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Not that I can earn my own righteousness. Jesus died and washed us with dear blood. But when I've done where I should, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me in that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love this good. You know, if we fall slack on that part, if we deny Christ, he will deny us. And where will we be? We know the answer. If we do his will, we know where we'll be. We don't. But if any need to obey the gospel or, or return to sin's got in our way, because sin and God will not be in the same place. We have to give it every person. Uh, let it be known to come forward as we say it and sing the song of the